movie titanic minute by minute i'm your host rob and well now it gets a little awkward guys because um it's a first it's a first yeah um joe joe is sick i kind of just yesterday's recording took a lot out of him and so he's not able to be here but duff duff you're here with us yeah and uh, um, i'm here my cal ripkin streak is still going yep and uh i mean just uh uh thanks a lot because we have uh George Hendricks from Mogwai Minute, who just like stepped in at the last minute to, to help us do this. Thanks a lot, George. I'm, I'm glad you guys caught me. I was on my way to the airport to go to Belize, and then you said you needed me, and I told the driver to turn around. <laughs> I have to record a podcast, and so I'll just take a later flight. It's fine. But I'm, yeah. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to do help. But I'm sorry that, that Joe is love? <laughs> I do Belize in life after love. Uh, That's why I'm going. But I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy you're here, George. I mean, this worked out. I'm sure this is... I mean, you couldn't be happier about this. Our Heart of the Ocean today is none other um, than filmmaker and creator of Star Wars, Mr. George Lucas. What? Uh, hi, everybody. What? It's great to be here. Oh, you didn't tell me about this. Oh my, I, well, this is amazing. I know. <laughs> I didn't bathe or anything. I'm, a, I'm nervous. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, I'm not in the same room as these guys, so your odor will not displease me. It's a psychological have, thing, Mr. Lucas. It's a psychological thing. I have goosebumps at I know. meeting, talking about this movie with someone who's, through one way or another, spent so much of my my life with me through these yeah. movies. And uh, who, who is uh, speaking right now? Uh, this is Duff. Duff. Uh, well, I'm. Thank you guys for having me. I'm. I, I'm a big fan of Titanic. Uh, uh, Jim actually and I go way back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm happy to uh, be here to talk about uh, this wonderful flick with you, with you three gentlemen. Oh, thanks a lot for being on, George. Uh, oh, sorry, you, sorry, Mr. Lucas. My name is George as well, so it oh, might get a little confusing. Uh, Mr. Lucas, I'm sorry. Yeah. I also I should be a little more formal. I also, you know what, George? It's such a good name, and I mean, Georges are awesome. I would agree. George, do you have a middle name? I do. It is Harrison. Uh, we're going to call... Oh, I like my good friend Harrison Ford. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a lot in common, sir. Okay. I think we're going to call you Harrison for this episode, if that's that sounds okay good. with everybody. Call me Harrison. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, in this minute, we're talking about minute 153. Uh, in this minute of, of James Cameron's Titanic, uh, Fabrizio has a knife. Um, so He's uh, a foreigner. He's got a knife. Look out. <laughs> Yeah, he's he. But first, he steals. Tommy's body yeah. is not even oh, cold. He doesn't steal. He loots a corpse. <laughs> that is not stealing, Rob. Stealing is. Oh, look! I'm gonna grab a dollar, or I'm gonna take a TV out of a busted storefront. He loots a corpse. I, I told Jim many times that he should reshoot this scene for the re-release and have the. I the felt knife. very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that Fabrizio would take something from somebody else. Uh. Mr. Lucas, I have a question for you, if you don't mind. How much, how inspirational was Fabrizio uh, to you, and when you when you wrote Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> uh, well, I talk to Jim all the time about how when you make a film, you've got to think about all segments of your audience. Okay, 
And when you're making a movie at this scale, you you can't just think about yourself. You have to think about uh, the the whole international community. So I told him it's essential, essential that he consider uh, the European background of his audience. And obviously, the proof's in the pudding with this one. It, it made a, a boatload of cash, if you'll forgive the pun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, shipload, sir. A shipload. Uh, so, thank you. And uh, I... So, I... Uh, when I was coming up with Jar Jar as a character, I, I um, was thinking about the fact that there would be a lot of disabled people in the audience uh, going to see the prequels, so I wanted to make sure that there was someone that they could identify with. Mr. Lucas, is... I heard a rumor, and this is all starting to sort of come together. Did you initially name Jar Jar Jim Jim Binks to get a little nudge at old Mr. Cameron? <laughs> actually, his uh, well, that's a funny story. Uh, I did actually send Jim the first draft of my script, uh, and he he told me uh, that he was a little bit concerned that. Uh, Jar Jar Binks might be uh, it could end up being confused with a lot of our good friends our mutual friends from back in our younger days in California uh, I we we both had a mutual acquaintance named Dar Dar <laughs> and uh, well, I didn't name him so that's just his name and uh, they were concerned that it, it would get back to Dar Dar's family about this character and they would think that I sort of viewed him as a clown, which I certainly did not. He was a, a wonderful engineer and a wonderful person. So I did consider changing the name, but I, in the end, I, I had to go with the gut. As a filmmaker, you always have to trust your gut. You always have to go with your first instinct and then stick to it. You, you can't go back on it. You're not allowed to make changes later? That, would, that, I, that I, seems like if you had the power and the technology, you could go back and do that. I think those course corrections are dangerous. <laughs> Uh, I have I have a question, and maybe you know this because you were friends or are friends, uh, excuse me, with James Cameron. Uh, is it true that originally it was intended for Tommy to shoot first? Um, well, geez, you know, I I I'll admit to being a big fan of the film. I I can't say Jim was I was so busy with my own projects when when Titanic was was being filmed and when it was released that, that we didn't communicate as closely as we did there could be truth to that that rumor but i i can't comment on that directly i'm afraid okay. um you know so I, I i think that some you you can't be afraid to have your heroes get their hands dirty a little bit i, I mean yeah. i fully agree I, I think it's a fascinating way to take like a hero and you know put a little patina on him I actually, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Jim actually tried to talk me into directing Titanic first. Oh, I would have loved no. to have seen that. I I, I don't know if, if you guys know this, but I'm a, a bit of a, a speed freak. I was about to ask, would there have been some form of pod racing on the boat? The ship? Well, no, actually, that's really is why I turned it down. Uh, the ship simply, uh, it moves so slowly. <laughs> I, yeah. I just found that so, so boring. It would no, be uh, to to bring it into my universe. It would be as it, like if the um, the Millennium Falcon could never go into hyperspace. I, I I'm a bit like I said. I'm a bit of a speed freak, and uh, I'm not interested in this slow moving, uh, literally Titan moving across the sea. I, I I said, Jim, this is all up your alley. You got to go for it. Yeah. And so then I I went and I I, I pursued my passion project. I w I went back uh, to uh, a galaxy uh, a long time ago, very far away, and and made yeah. those great prequels. Yeah, um, 
Uh, uh, speaking of that, I was sort of curious. This movie came out in 97, and this scene right here is a perfect example where you have chaos on the deck. You have, like, real water coming in. This is real people in a boat, in a real boat with real water coming in. Mm. Yes. And, and they're filming this. I it sort of looks like later. the craziest game of Marco Polo I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with this. I, I, and I, 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 you know, I did recently. That's kind of why I'm on the show is to promote Jim's new project, uh, the story of science fiction, uh, on which I am, I'm a part. I, and I hope your all your listeners uh, will check that out on AMC. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I don't. I, I honestly, I, I did review the minute. It doesn't hold up. I, I think they, <laughs> they. The, it doesn't look real to me, and I, 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 I don't, I, 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 this very well may get back to Jim, but I, I just don't, I, I think he regrets not going with the computers. Well, that's the downside you. with practical effects, because it's so easy to make them look not real. Yeah, yeah. you you look at the movement of the pe- figures on the boat, and it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. They're all jerky and, yeah, yeah, spastic almost. So... You know, Duff, you sort of, you mean, um, Mr. Lucas, you sort of mentioned about having the opportunity to kind of the first, right to first refusal on filming this yourself. I, and, I, you know, we don't have all day. We can't have you go through the how you would make this whole movie different. But this scene right here, I, I guess if you could just take us into your creative vision, how would you, how would this one minute uh, occur if, if, you know, if you were the guy behind the camera, you were in that director's chair? Uh, and to me, to be wow, that's a uh, thank you. That's a really great question. And who is speaking right now? Ah, uh, this is Rob. Thanks. That's a, I think so. I don't. Um, I don't normally get told I have great questions, so I appreciate that. Um, thanks, Rob. Uh, don't get used I, to it. But carry I'll on. be. Uh, I'll be perfectly frank. I don't. Th- I don't know that this minute ever would make it into my film. Mm. Um, oh, c- can you guys uh, remind the total runtime for the film? Uh, hundred and ninety-five minutes. Yeah, I. I probably would have left. The doc at probably about minute one one sixty five or so. <laughs> I, I I really think the the film suffers because we don't see how the Titanic was made, <laughs> and I think if we went deeper into the background of that, sir, what know. if you, what if you did a, a like sort of like a prequel of the prequel where you had like a group of people uh, picturing the plans for the Titanic? Actually, I would have been interested in in finding out what the designer's children were doing. Uh, excuse me. Fi- parents were doing. Um, what? Wh- why? What spawned the dream of the Titanic? Where did sure. it come from? Or spawned the spawn of the dream of the Titanic? Indeed. I don't. We are way above surface level with this film. Uh, again, if you'll pardon the pun. Only for a little while. We're yeah, actually for, kind for, of in between. Right now. Yeah. We. 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 In a way, at a figurative level, need to go under the surface for a much longer period of time. How was the film made? Where were these people educated? Um, what are the economic conditions that spawn this sort of a project? Uh, what were the negotiations like at the boardroom table when they decided, are we going to build this Titanic? Yeah. Very. Uh, that's that's me. That's me. Jim, he's just more of an action guy. I'm an ideas guy. I'm a high concept <laughs> guy. You guys should work on a project together. We've talked about it, actually. Oh. Which one? Well, we. Um, do you remember uh, the picture? Uh, do you remember the picture? Uh, Batteries not included. Produced by my good friend Steve Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We t- we talked about because uh, we're both space heads. You know, mm-hmm. me coming from my race car background, 
Cars are fast. Spaceships faster. So yeah. um, <laughs> that, that is true. Cars yeah, do go not, below you light cannot speed. Cannot dispute that. Spaceships and go point five beh- fast beyond light speed at least. So we get this dynamite script. Batteries not included. Have you guys seen the picture? Oh uh, yeah, not yeah. Yes. So I actually, um, Jim Horner did the music for that one as well. I'm not sure yeah. if you guys knew that. Mm, I, I didn't know. I don't think I knew that. Uh, so our my idea, and this was oh boy, uh, we, I, we were I was kind of deep into the Indiana Jones stuff. Have you guys seen the Indiana Jones pictures? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. We have. Yeah, yeah I was involved with that time. a little bit. So I'm like, what if we did a picture with spaceships, but small ones? <laughs> and Jim, he calls me back and he says, he says, George, I love it, but schedules just didn't work out, so uh, it, the project moved on to somebody else. But our, our good friends at Amblin uh, ended up making that, and I, I do think that they uh, they made a decent little bit of coin on that one. Did batteries not included have any impact on Mars attacks? Jeez, uh, I, I, I well. We just didn't think it was silly enough, uh-huh. and so yeah. so when I was um, what, what when I know Mars attacks, boy, I didn't I didn't expect to have to talk about that one, uh, I mean, <laughs> sir. I mean, did I was I involved in that one? <laughs> I've, I've produced so many movies, I, I get lose track. I did of them have sometimes. Lucas Haas in it, who was also an ET. Wait, no, is George? Sorry, I, I actually not sure. George, you're, embar- George. you're sorry, Harrison. You're embarrassing yourself. Now. I'm sorry. It's like it's true. I'm just Wait. putting putting the pieces together. But yes, George um, Lucas wasn't. He wasn't involved in ET. But Lucas Haas was. <laughs> are Are you under the impression that everyone with the f- name Lucas, first or last name, is in some way related? That seems to be the way with Skywalkers. Well, yeah, but they're not real. <laughs> I'm not sure if you knew that. Oh man, I don't. I don't think I knew that. I'm surprised. Okay, George. let's go back to Titanic. Yeah, let's get back you. to Titanic. Let's, let's do that. So let's. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing, Mr. Lucas. Our normal host, Joe, he would be ready to go and say we had to bring in this yuck. <laughs> oh, I I appreciate his sense of humor. I think he's doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> so, it reminds me of uh, some of the characters in my smash hit Willow. <laughs> Mad Mardigan? I will I will go with that. I will take that yeah. happily. I picture you looking somewhat like Warwick Davis. <laughs> Is there any resemblance between you two? I am sitting on several phone books to do this podcast, yes. Wow. Okay. Um uh so uh, in this minute, let's kinda go back to what we have here. We Fabrizio's just is just taken off Tommy's life vest. And then we have just absolute chaos on the deck. They're trying to cut the ropes on the collapsibles. Um, and, you know, the true hero of this movie, we've talked about this, but Fabrizio. Why is he using his teeth to open a foldable knife, which he could use his hands for? I uh, thought he was just using his teeth to hold it while he grabs it. It looks like that he's, he's putting his teeth on the blade and folding it out as if, like, that's the only way to do it. Like, there's, like, a DNA imprint in order to get <laughs> it any, open. Has, has anyone ever done that who's not like in this movie or an Errol Morris movie? Or sorry, not Errol Morris, Errol Flynn. So. <laughs> <laughs> Errol I was going to say. Slight uh, difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert Mac. Good friend Errol, uh, director of The Thin Blue Line. 
<laughs> much, <laughs> much, no. much like all Lucases know each other, all Errols are similar. Yep. Uh, yep. But, uh, well, that's actually point, true. My point Errol being, Morris and Errol Flynn actually are related. <laughs> uh, my point being, has anyone ever done that? Is that just from swashbuckling movies? What, laughing and jumping off of things? Isn't there like no. a class no, for that? No, hold, putting a knife into your teeth to hold it. It doesn't oh. seem... Like Pirates it. do that a lot when there's they're actually, wow, There's actually a deleted scene in American Graffiti where um, where Ronnie uh, has a knife in his mouth, but we just didn't think it was believable and cut it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys seen right. my picture, uh, American Graffiti? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. We have. Yeah, famous, yes, we the have. famous knife scene. Are you mean Ronnie Howard? A lot of people don't uh, don't talk about that one anymore. I I, I don't know. I, I I really what I wanted to do was make art films and uh, but well, American Graffiti Tales. with my my passion for for racing the cars around. I I couldn't say no to that project. So, yeah. Mr. Lucas, why have you never done like a NASCAR film? I can't get the rights. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure you could spend the money. They love to do things for money. That's NASCAR. That's their bread well, and butter. Uh, um. You know, I I just I'm more. It's just not high concept enough for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I Star Wars, obviously a big hit, but I'm a I'm a high concept guy. I and I'm in into films to challenge people. Was was the pod race sort of like a NASCAR in space? Well, it's really about Vietnam. Oh, uh, and actually, well, oh, I'm sorry. With the pod race, we're really thinking about the okay. Gulf War. There, we're thinking about the Gulf War. Okay. Oh, yeah, and, on the sandy desert location. This Tatooine. idea that 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 outsiders can come into this desert place with their technology and that they can th- dominate the native population. And as we've, I've proven again and again in 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 the Star Wars universe that that sort of. Uh, uh, imperialism, again, if you'll pardon the pun, um, doesn't work. It simply doesn't work. And I, and, 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 and I, and I, my, I do have a passion for auto racing, but you, I just don't see how really I can comment. You really did your horse to the whole imperial aspect of it for it not to work. But, you know, I mean, it all worked out in the end. Yeah, well... Well, it I, didn't work out in the end, which is good for the galaxy. I, I th- we're in a dark time right now. And I, 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 am not, I am not really interested in uh, making films anymore, but I... Were I to make a film, it would need to address <laughs> these um, dark times we're living in. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the only way I can comment on them is if I can find some way to anthropomorphize small woodland creatures <laughs> to some, and, and substitute them in for some kind of um, Large native population. Creature. Yeah, no, I totally, I yeah, fully understand. Absolutely. But we're here to talk about Jim's movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't, we forgot about so that. we're just so starstruck. We're so starstruck, Mister. We're Lucas. Star Wars struck. I mean, you're here. Yeah. Why are we not going to ask you questions about <laughs> Star Wars? I, I understand, but I'm just a normal, uh, regular guy. Yeah. And I'm here to. I'd, I'd love to talk about Titanic. Okay. Kind of go on to the minute though. Cal's holding on, uh, onto this the little girl, and she looks terrified. And, and you know, kind of back. Fair. Back, by the way. Yeah, she looks very terrified. I think this is part of maybe this is a negative to to Jim Cameron's. Uh, you know, doing things in real life sort of thing. She's probably really scared, actually. Because he's probably literally about to drown her. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that he, it, he, if I know anything about directing, mm. it's that you talk to the performers as little as possible and try to always avoid eye contact with them. So he probably had no idea. Mr. Lucas, how, how, if, okay, I know we keep putting you in position. We're not trying to, like, supplant 
Jim Cameron in this movie. But we are fascinated on your take. How would you have directed the boat? Sorry, the ship in this in this movie in this minute specifically. Well, like, how would I have talked to it? Yeah, how would you have how would how would you have communicated your desires to this large, unwieldy, inanimate object? Yeah, through code. Uh, obviously, there. Morse, that's the only way you could Morse communicate code? with a com- no uh, computer code. Oh, there's that. The, there's obviously the only way you can communicate with this with the CGI uh, is through code. So I would tell it. I, I would tell it. I'm sorry. You have to sink. Oh, so the so you would CGI the <laughs> boat instead of making a practical boat and then communicating with it. Oh, with the, there's no language. need for a real boat. We're not made of money. I mean, I, the, verbal communication is one of the most inefficient forms of communication available. Indeed. So I, I just they, have the the, whiz, the computer guys at the at the ranch. Hey, I need a big boat. ILM, yeah. And then most- uh, then I just have uh, Leo and and Kate. Let's get in my garage. <laughs> lean over, and now you're scared. Most communication <laughs> is uh, body language, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> so Cal, Cal, Cal puts the girl down, I believe. Um, and then uh, he just gives her to someone else. He just hands her off to someone else. Um, I, I'm very moving. <laughs> Very moving. So uh, similar to when I handed off my baby to JJ, you know the Star Wars franchise. And oh, I said, okay. take, "Take this." Yeah, um, it's very stupid, and people take it very way, way too seriously. So just now like, you can deal with it. Just like real kids. Yeah, yeah similar. Uh, my my child was uh, uh, over thirty years old. Well, what past time to move out? Yeah. So I, I passed him on to his uncle. Yeah. JJ, uncle, and Uncle Walt. Um, so that's kind of all I have on this actual minute. I don't know if Duff or George or Mr. Lucas, if you have anything else you want to add. Well, can I can I plug something again? Oh, oh please, yeah, sir, absolutely. please, yes. Uh, so please, um, check out uh, uh, the science fiction program that I I did with uh, my good friend Jim. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, the uh, science fiction program. He's talking to um, uh, all these great titans: uh, Guillermo del Toro, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger for some reason, and uh, myself. Uh, it's, <laughs> so uh, it's actually also going to be a book. Uh, when is this going to come out? Uh, this episode, twenty nineteen. Uh, this this episode will, will sometime in I think July. June or July? July. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, well, it's been out for a while, but uh, so uh, a book, James Cameron's story of science fiction, and uh, it's also a program uh, with uh, all kinds of people, some oh. of whom uh, I've really, uh, I, I would assume you guys are big fans of. Does he talk uh, about so if, Dune in, in this book? Uh, you know, Jim didn't send me a copy. Um, and I don't have a three PO around to read it to me. <laughs> are you are you saying you're Java? <laughs> I just heard lots of lots of rumors that there was a strong influence from Dune on Star Wars back in the seventies and the script writing and the, the elements of it. Um, well, <laughs> they're very similar in tone. They're very no yes. no, no uh, it it's all. Um, all right from my head. Desert planets. I have no idea what you're talking people about. People with no. psychic powers and never heard of Dune. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, what is it? Well, sir, um, if if you get a chance, I highly recommend um, you give it. A, Frank Herbert did it. Um, the audiobook is delightful, so go for it. Give it a shot. 
Should I just um, watch the movie version, or is that good enough? Oh, I, yeah, uh, I think that's I don't, right. I don't know about that. Maybe after. Mr. Mr. Lucas, we always ask every guest, and I don't, I don't think it should be any different with you. Uh, what is your Titanic story? What is your... Uh, um, I, was, uh, I wasn't on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think famously, famously, uh, and I don't know, maybe there's some bitterness to this. Maybe you can answer this, but... Um, this movie made more money than Star Wars, and famously, you made this. Uh, you and your team made this beautiful illustration of all the Star Wars characters on Titanic, uh, as sort of like a you know, a kind of a, a handing it off to James Cameron, congratulating him. Uh, were you were you excited? Were you relieved when it when it went number one? Oh, uh, I was very happy for my friend Jim. I I'm extremely rich, <laughs> so I I was fine. If that a film had sunk just like the ship had, uh, Jim was toast. So, yeah, uh, oh yeah, we sent him a little picture and uh, uh, we put it in a in the magazine, and and I I think we all had a great laugh. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Uh, but with regard to my Titanic story, I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you saw when you saw the movie Titanic for the first time, when you saw James Cameron's Titanic, Mr. Lucas, have you seen the movie Titanic? Uh, yes. Okay. What was that? What's what's the story behind scene? Did you see it on opening night? Did you go to the premiere? No, um, I I don't go to movie theaters. Um, <laughs> I have one. Yeah. So Jim Jim sent a print over uh, yeah. about oh three two three weeks before it came out, and said, uh, George, I made a movie, and I was like, oh the the one with the big boat, <laughs> and he's like, yes. <laughs> so um so I I went over into my my screening room. And I got my projectionist, uh, popped her in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I sat down with uh, two point five Diet Cokes, and um, we uh, settled in for the old picture. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, uh, tuna salad. Oh wow! Really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I watched it, um, and it was good. Again, yeah. uh, not enough about the making of the ship, but. Uh, or the you know sort of like the economic conditions that produced it, sort of the negotiations, but, uh, the politics behind it. You know, yeah, the politics be nice. behind it is what I'm decision, interested in. Some white line. Well, there must have been some riveting board meetings, backroom, yeah, negotiations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like we want to build the biggest ship ever. There has to be some pushback from somebody. And uh, um, to be honest, uh, the the whole time I was watching the film, I was just thinking about how much better Hayden would have been in it. No, no offense to Leo, but yeah, Hayden um, and Natalie had both of them in there as a. Uh, oh, Jack and Rose. that would have been wonderful, absolutely yeah. wonderful. But how, uh, Leo and Kate are fine too. Sir, how would you have handled the the sex scene in the car? I mean, I, mm. Star Wars isn't really known for its salacious sexual. They, they would so have. I would have had them. Oh, the, wow, what a great question. Uh, Harrison, I would have, uh, I would have just had them ta- uh, walking on the deck talking about oh. water. Okay, and how much they liked it's it. A metaphor for things. You know that that makes perfect yeah. sense because what's the opposite of the sand? Yeah, water. exactly. I hate yeah. water. It's cold. It's salty. It gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, Mr. Lucas, I just have one question. Okay. How is your friend Dardar doing? What's what's his story? You know, uh, actually, I've brought him in to consult. I, like I said, he's a fabulous engineer. We're working on... Uh, therefore, oh, 
have there been some headaches on this uh, center we're trying to build in Chicago, but he's uh, um, helping me out with um, my museum. Mm. Wonderful. I'm glad Dardar. So, yeah, uh, Dardar and I, uh, we're still very close. Um, it, it's going to be called the Lucas Museum of Narrative Art. It, it actually, I wanted it to be in Chicago, but um, we're, 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 um, we're doing it in uh, the movie movie Mecca, L.A. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had well, one more question before oh, we let go ahead, Mr. Though. Lucas go. Uh, Mr. Lucas, do you think history is going to be kinder to the movie Red Tails than uh, its initial release? Um, I, I think it's a great picture. Um, I, I think that the cream always rises to the top, like my good friend, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage said. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm confident that in time people will revisit it and, uh, appreciate that really important picture. Are you going to go back and update it with some special effects and some various plot changes in order to make it better? No, why would I do that? <laughs> just, just out of curiosity. Just no, that's simple simply. question. I, it's, you're you're it's, insulting I'm, our guests. I meant no or offense, or I meant no offense whatsoever. No, I'm not offended. It's just it's already fine. Yeah. Why would I change? Why would you change your movie after it comes out? That's <laughs> Unless you already wanted it to be different um, when you made it, yeah. Harrison, and then you couldn't. You're up, you're but then you could later. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. I, I have thought about making the the planes faster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put like some streets I like behind it. them, or I like know. it when things go fast. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I'm a simple man. Okay, well, um, Mr. Lucas, thanks so much for being here. Oh, on our it's, show. it's been a, it's been a, like I said, a boatload of fun, or, or I'm sorry, <laughs> shipload. I guess I'm supposed uh-huh. to say if we're going to be precise here. Yep, yep, and uh, and 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 George. Did you just say uh, yup, yup? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. What is a yup, yup, yup? Yep, uh, nub, it's, it's, it's yep, nub, I never heard. I've never heard that. Oh, okay. I fill you in off air. Yeah. Once I finish okay. drinking my mutini. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> you sound like Chewbacca George. when you laugh, sir. <laughs> well, he actually is uh, uh, based on me. Let yeah. the Lucas win. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Mr. Lucas, thanks so much for being on, and George, thanks for uh, for uh, jumping in. To Harrison, a- sir, yeah, my pleasure. Absolutely, it was it was nothing but a delight to talk to you. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you, guys. Um, yeah, hey, thanks a lot, thank Mr. You. Lucas, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a whole new minute of Titanic Minute. Um.